Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic adult playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. We're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show, broadcasting on location at Hedo 2 and Negril Beach in Jamaica on the last Friday of every month. Hedo 2 is the world's most iconic adult playground, an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into realities. Absolutely, and boy, have we sure turned some of our fantasies into realities here at Hedo 2. It's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week or be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure, and as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and of course, always horny. We love living horny. So, you know, with the upcoming celebration of Hedo's 40th anniversary in November, we're producing some special episodes that highlight the history of the world's most iconic adult clothing optional playground. And on today's show, we're going to find out all about how hedonism was on the brink of being closed when Harry Lang came along and bought the resort. Not only saved it, but renewed it and restored it so we all can continue to pursue pleasure right here at Hedonism 2. Absolutely. But before we get into this and bring Harry on, we're going to remind you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to any other sexy wetness, when you're done having fun, just toss it aside and then throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely order yours on Amazon today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket great sex starts now it sure does and so does today's show you know we're carol and david this is the hedonism show and you know we're so thrilled to be here at hedonism bringing you a little bit of that jamaican vibe and we are absolutely excited to once again welcome um a very iconic guest Harry Lang is the chairman and CEO of Hedonism 2 Resorts, and he's an iconic longtime guest and a staple in the nude pool right here on site. Absolutely. Welcome, Harry. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you for having me on the show. Yay. Well, we're going to have to take you back into your memories, and you can tell us a little bit about your very first time that you came to Hedonism as a guest. Well, that part's uh, pretty memorable. Everybody remembers kind of their first time, right? this hedonism, I don't know, I don't think I even heard of it up until, you know, the year I came. I didn't even know it existed. So I, I'd read things in Penthouse Forum and stuff about, you know, Plato's Retreat and all this. So I thought these were all just made up. You know, if someone's talking about a place like hedonism, it can't be real. It must just be made up. But then uh, a woman in uh, Boston thought I was too conservative to ever come here, and I never had heard of it. She'd been here before, so she tried to trick me into coming here, right? So she said, so let's go golfing in uh, Jamaica. So we got her at golf clubs, went golfing one day, and then she said, let's go to uh, Rick's Cafe for the sunset. Well, that's like over an hour away. Why would I want to go there? This has got to be closer. Oh, no, no, we got to go to Rick's. Because <laughs> okay. she knew that the uh, the naked hedonism boat came by on Thursday at 
at sunset. Uh-huh. So, right. So all these people are partying and naked out there and say, oh, wow, that looks like fun, doesn't it? Maybe, maybe we should get a night pass and go there. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we did and uh, had a pretty awesome time. So did she tell you about it before you actually got to hedonism or you had just read about it off-site and you had no idea that it no, was I, really true? N- well, see, I don't remember whether I heard of hedonism or all these other made-up stories. So I don't, it didn't strike me as I ever had heard of okay. it. Okay, all but right. But then when the hedonism boat came by, at that time it had hedonism on it. We don't have it on it now, but... So then, now then you have a, it. Well, now you have a night pass. Yep, so we got the night pass and uh, yep, came on in and hey, I'm the hot tub. This couple somehow, smoking pot, I wasn't, but my friend and the other couple, and pretty soon they invited us back to their room and went there for just a little fun. I thought, hey, this is a good life. Wow. <laughs> so, so now you had your first experience at Hito. You were only here for the night. When did you come back? Uh the next time was my birthday, so it'd be a few months later. In February, yeah. Yeah, so it was actually uh, another woman was talking about Hito, and by then I knew, oh, yeah, I know Hito. I'm, I'm a veteran here now. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of introduced her, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, so I started coming back with the uh, same group every year on my birthday. So this was uh, for eight years, but I came one time the first year, and then twice, and then three times, maybe up to four times a year, because I just couldn't get enough of this right. place. Yeah. So anytime I got a break, I came here. You know, um, we were talking to some of the staff while we were here, and they talk about Hito culture. And in the word culture is the word cult. And hedonism is really like this this little community, this little world. And once you enter it, there's like no going back, <laughs> no going anywhere else. It just is it's the vibe here, the energy, the people is incredible. Yeah, and people make their lifetime friends here. Most of the people like myself. Most of my friends are ones you met here because you get closer to them and you meet with them even when you're not at Hedo, when you're in your hometown. Hey, let's go visit so-and-so in some other city and we'll bring along this other couple we met from Hedo. And and that's just how we are. We have reunions all over the place besides just here. Mm -hmm. Now, did you consider yourself in the lifestyle when you first started coming here, when your friend tricked you to coming here? Were you in the lifestyle at that point? No, that's not going to do it. Actually, I jumped right in. I wasn't (laughs) hesitant at all. Did anybody even explain to you what it was prior? No, No? No, I didn't know. Well, I kind of had an idea of going back to the room. I kind of smart enough to figure it out, but I didn't. No one had explained it. No, I just, I would go with the flow and it took me no time at all to get naked. I just jumped right in both feet. Now, no, some people are slower at wanting to get naked, but Now, your know. friend knew what she was bringing you to, right? So oh, yeah. she knew all about it at that point. Now, um, did you have expectations the next time you came back? Were you expecting it to be like that first night with your day pass, or with your night pass, or were you expecting something different when you came back? No, I expected it to be like that every night, and yeah. uh, basically it was. Okay, <laughs> so well, has, has it changed much over 16 years? Uh, no, no, I'd say no. No, like... Yeah, there's only a one on the night pass. The last night uh, went back four times. Four <laughs> right. different, four different. <laughs> that was four different couples last night. See, so it's actually it's improving. Oh, <laughs> I see. Harry, we love you. My love goodness, you, my goodness, my goodness. But then, of course, you had a very special trip one year, eight years ago, when you arrived. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the time you came down here when you made some decision that has changed your life since? It was. Uh, well, the group I was coming with then, you know, John Gross and Fluffernutters, he didn't know me from anyone. I was just, and that's, one, that's a good thing because we're all naked and stuff. You can't tell how to have money enough to even think of buying here because we're all the same, whether circuit court judge, truck driver, I say whatever, we're mm-hmm. all equal out there. So he had no idea to approach me, but he always had a dream of being a part owner or CEO of 
of hedonism. That was his lifetime dream. So we went to a charity thing at Playboy Mansion, and I outbid everyone to play, you know, to body paint a playmate. And he thought, oh, here's a guy with extra money <laughs> to throw away. So next time I came for a Fluffer Nerds weekend, my birthday, now we're drunk in the pool like normal, and we're big hug, and hey, and let's you and me buy Hito. Of course, it's all my money, but yeah. <laughs> so sure, sure, let's do it. So he called the owners, and of course, it's full price if you approach them, right? But then six months later, all of a sudden, he knew, found out it was a bank sale. Whoa. So basically, he got almost just for the, the real estate, because nobody else was willing to, into the lifestyle, was willing to keep it lifestyle. So bidding against like Ritz Carlton Sandals, some other big companies, they would never have kept a hedonism. They would just torn it down or renovate something, but they can't have a hedonism in their portfolio, No, right? of course. So, so really, Hedo was on the verge of not being here, not existing. Oh, yeah. It was really odd, really highly likely. Yeah. So groups were dropping out. People were canceling because that was the word in the street that it's going to be something else, you know, because it's the bank sale got out to everybody and the groups were canceling. And But I thought, well, I'll give it a try because the price sounded way better. <laughs> when it's like, can't get the business a name basically almost for free. So when you um, when you had the idea from six months ago, you was just more you were laughing it off, or were you really seriously? No, thinking, laughing it off. Yeah, you know, you really seriously thinking this would be cool to own. No, 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 I was just laughing, you it, were off. laughing just, it off. Just a joke. Right. But he didn't think it was a joke. So right. <laughs> yeah. So six months comes up, you get the opportunity to buy it, and were the negotiations simple? Like the you bank said, I want this. You said, I have this, and you bought it. Almost like it was like a bidding, though. Of course, I'm, it's like playing. Texas Hold'em. I don't know the industry or I, I never owned a business before of any kind. Right. And they all have businesses in Jamaica and stuff. So I was bidding in a s- secret auction. So you, you turn in your bid and just see what happens. And I might have had to bid 10% too much or something versus just the pure real estate value. But right. I would have done it in a second. At, at least I didn't uh, way overpay for it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I made a bid and they accepted. I think the former owners were happy to have it stay a hito. Okay. If all else is equal, I think they would be happy that it goes to still say it stays a hedo. So and did you have to put that on your bid that you would keep it? No. It's no. Okay. no. No, 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 no. It's just They're the just bank. just knowing it's that because it was you. The bank needed to close this deal. I get it. So what's, what's very cool is, Harry, I mean, you were a guest here. And before you bought the place, there was issues galore, right? The food was blah, the no hot water, no all this. And here you're coming in saying, I don't care. I'm buying this yeah, place. Yeah, you want it because of the culture, Well, the culture right? and things. Yeah, that was... Well, I didn't know any manager or any, anyone that worked here, but I was to tell people around that if I had to sleep on the sand, I would yeah, to come right, here. I right. didn't care if they have hot water or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean, you never get all that in one day. You get hot water, electricity, and <laughs> AC or something. Come on. Alternating <laughs> every third day. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, yeah, I sort of really did uh, want it. And started going into negotiations, and it became very uh, difficult. They were trying to nickel and dime me for everything, and in a way kind of tricked me. So I walked out really at one time. Oh, okay. Because two million dollars of extra closing costs came up, and just other stuff, like valuing banquet tables, I have to pay for. What were the banquet tables? Yeah, I mean, right? That's kind of stuff. Yeah. So I said, no, I can't take it. And then a week later, bent over. All right, I'll take it over this. <laughs> <laughs> so they did. Well, thank goodness they did. And so when you finally, um, you know, made the decision, made it happen, the negotiations done. That was really the beginning of a new era of hedonism. Oh, yeah. Then you put the Harry Lang into it, <laughs> right? I'm well, sure with deep pockets of Harry Lang into no, it. No, it wasn't deep pockets. <laughs> no, that buying it worries me up over my head, right? Uh-huh. You know, so no, it wasn't deep pockets. But it, business came back very quickly, and it was very profitable business when <laughs> before COVID time. So 
all the renovation stuff came out of uh, profits from here. I never took a penny out. I may right. never. So eight years of profits all were probably back into yeah, actually yeah. I renovate everything, every room, every common area, putting all these things. It's totally different. Yes, of course it that. is. But the, but the vibe is still the same. Yeah. You know, there's old timers that if I never came in, they'd still sleep in the sand like I would have <laughs> to get here. <laughs> well, we've talked to a lot of longtime um, guests who've been here many 30 and 40 years, and they said that's exactly the same that I, they all said. Nobody really cared. I mean, it's nice that you can have a beautiful room today. Uh, it's nice that you can have hot water anytime you want it. But back then, they were just happy to be here, happy to be at the party. The people. Yeah, no, if they told you about the early days, which I hear about, I wasn't there when... It's just like a lot of leftover hippies. You know, they're just singles, smoking pot, naked, having sex out on the beach. And that's really hasn't changed a lot. People have gotten a little older and more <laughs> couples and married now. But the idea has been there whether things worked or didn't work or sleeping on sand or whatever. <laughs> it's, so the culture is the same. The staff's always been wonderful through all this, too, even before I bought it. Things were falling apart and they were stressed out because nothing worked. But but they still stuck with it, too. They're part of the family, part of the culture, too, besides the repeat guests. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know this year the 40th anniversary is going to be celebrated as, it, as you always have celebrated the anniversary during Halloween week, November 1. But um, you were telling us that you might be changing it in the future. Tell us about how you're going to celebrate the anniversary going forward. See, we really didn't want to change it for 40s. That's a big one, right? Everyone counts on it. But November 1st was the year that it became he, that was the date that became hedonism, hedonism too. okay from the girl beach yeah there's never a hedonism one but that's the first time it was called hedonism was november 1st so that's nothing to do with my takeover my right. period that's really with the old owners so which is fine but it, i'd rather have something celebrated on when i became involved exactly. so so decided to do it on december 1st because that's the day when i first wired a million dollars in and i was pretty committed then so <laughs> <laughs> that, i'd that, say that's when the deal was Real. It wasn't real if there's no money, just talk. Right. Yeah. As soon as you wire money, a uh, million dollars, and then that's, that was December 1st, uh, 2012. So I think, well, I'm going to want to celebrate it then Absolutely. when I had something to do with it. Yeah. So going forward since, uh, de- uh, sorry, uh, 2022, the first celebration on the December 1st will be 2022. Yes, that's right. But I still want to keep the, uh, the years going. Right. Yes, yeah, so they'll call it the 41st 41st, and things like that, yep. but just... Uh, because that's how many years it's been hedonism. Mm-hmm. But It'll just be celebrated on December 1st. Yeah, but, yeah, but just celebrate when I took over on December 1st. That's nice. That's really, really and nice. And it's also good, too, because, you know, with Halloween's a big event here, and then anniversary's big, so a lot of times they were sold out, and people couldn't come right. to both. yeah. Now they have a choice of either one or both, but before you didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. The people mm-hmm. who loved Halloween would block out the people that wanted to do anniversaries. And, so. of course, you do a special event during your anniversary. You have lots of uh, different things that people want to see and experience for your anniversary as well. Yeah, the stuff on the entertainers, they have to do all the decorations, new themes, totally different one day, and then totally get all down and do it the next day. Now at least give them a month to come up with a lot of new material, new yeah. stuff. So it's going to be more spectacular when you can really focus just on anniversary and not be doing the Halloween at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's just remind everybody that we are Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show. We'll be right back with Harry Lang, Chairman and CEO of Hedonism 2. So stay right there. Yeah, we're not going very far. We're going to talk about hedonism, where we are right now. You know we've spoken about it. It's one of our favorite places to hang naked on the beach, and it is the sexiest place on earth where you can be as mild or as wild as you like. Um, As we've been mentioning, we escaped winter. We've been here since January 15th. We've been on location. We've been naked. We've been doing our shows naked. We're not doing it naked right now. Um, And if you have nothing to do, come on down to Jamaica. You know, uh, everybody here has to test negative before they 
they come down. Um, it is absolutely fantastic. We've had a couple of guests who are have been po- uh, guests on our podcast. And uh, so many people here are actually extending because it's safe and yeah. a great place to chill during the winter. And of course, this is our away office. So we is. always say if we can work from home, then you can work from Hito. And that's what we're doing here all winter long. So join us. Get naked on the beach. And you just have to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com. Click on the Hito link and book your sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Absolutely. All right. We're back. This is the Hedonism Show. You know, we're Carol and David. And we are having a, a one-of-a-kind discussion with Harry Lang, who's the chairman and CEO of Hedonism, also one of its long time guests yeah, let's talk a little bit about the those guests that keep coming back here whether they it's keep 10 coming times and coming <laughs> yes and coming. 10 times 20 times 30 times and some have even come 100 times to Hito. that I, I don't even know if there's another resort like this no we're the number one that. for repeaters yeah so once people have come a few times it's really feels kind of boring to go somewhere else plus you don't get to talk to anyone else right if you go up to try to talk to someone in another resort which i've tried they think you're trying to sell something to them or steal something. They just don't understand or the Or just concept. you're weird. Like, yeah. that's it. They don't get the concept. You just go, I want to be friends. And that's yeah. what's so different here. And they said you end up seeing the same people quite often come the same time every year. So you know your friends are coming. You really feel left out if you're not there. But the big thing is that once you're here, yeah, just try another one. You'll see it's <laughs> totally different. There's, there's a travel agent one time that had a deal. It's not one of the groups that comes here, but just a website that, if you bought seven nights at Hito, you get three nights at X Resort, yes. another resort. Uh-huh. They want to save it. But the ones that had their great time here, which is most of them, we were taking a pool. We have bets on how long it takes them to come back. Even though they'd have to pay additional <laughs> nights, they just couldn't attend it. I think only one couple took over a day. Focus was two hours. <laughs> really? <laughs> when the couple came back, and even though they had to pay here, and they'd already like, sort of prepaid the other yeah. place. But yeah. after this, the friendliness and stuff, and then you walk in a place, and people hardly talk to each other, much less anyone else. Can you imagine this other resorts you thought of, you've gone to? Can you just walk to up to another couple and talk to them? It's not about sexual. You just want to talk to them. Just yeah. talk to them. Yeah. So um, before we go on, I, w- I want to go back and talk about this Hito 2 versus Hito 3. Now, we had uh, Charlie and Wendy talking about their experiences. Charlie's been coming for 40 years. He's an icon here, like some of the staff. Wendy's been coming for 30 years. But just talk a little bit because everybody's always asked, what about Hito 1? What happened with Hito 3? Why don't you just talk a bit about that history? Okay, there never was a Hedonism 1. It was funny, the Grill Beach Village was called. They started, I've got a collection of some of the shirts where it started saying, well, be hedonistic, or then the little Hito word, and pretty soon the hedonism was bigger than the Grill Beach Village until they finally decided to call it hedonism. But their uh, marketing people at the time thought, well, They've just done a renovation in here, so let's make it sound new and improve. And I think oh. it's like time when Rocky II, or just, you know, the sequels are coming out, uh-huh. and it sounded like, well, this is really great, this is like the sequel. So they call it Hedonism too, right from the start. So, so it started as Negril Beach Village, which was a government-built and owned property, and then it went right to Hedo too. Well, Negril Beach Village had different ownership. It started okay. 50-50 with the uh, government and the people I bought it from who had it that whole time. But then went back and forth. The government took over, then they took over. So it was back and forth on the ownership, but the vibe kept growing and the popularity kept growing, and then they decided to just call it hedonism. And, and that's a w- worldwide word anyway, right? Yes. So it it's is. great they got the uh, trademark on that. That was mm-hmm. yeah, pretty impressive. And so uh, then there was a hedonism three for a while because hedonism two was, even when it wasn't renovated, was selling out a lot. So they d- thought they needed more room. So they 
leased a hotel. This is owned here, so I own the, you know, the buildings, the land, everything. Real good, clear British title. But there, they just leased a hotel, and the seven-year lease came up, and they didn't renew. And it's hard to tell if it was occupancy-based or what it was. But Hedonism Three is different for sure. But I actually never went there. I was coming oh, yeah. to Hedonism Two all that time. Mm-hmm. I was having such a great time. I heard about it. And there was sometimes it was a newer crowd, so sometimes a younger crowd, and a lot of people now really had great memories from there. But I knew I'd get a great time here, so I tried something different when I knew <laughs> right. I was going to have a great the time sure here. thing. Right. You sure went for thing the sure bet. It. Now we we heard that Hito Three was really the beginning of the organized groups coming to Hito Two. I actually don't After even know that part of it. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, so because that was all before my time. Well, yeah. there were a couple of groups, like the Fluffernoids I came with was Here, older yes. than that. There, yes. were, there were a couple of others, but yeah, you're right. I think that's when the around a lot that of era, the lifestyle groups started coming. Yeah, we that, heard that. And they I didn't started. know whether it started from three or two, but yeah, it was around the time yeah. frame that groups right. started coming in pretty much every week. Right. Sometimes two or three in a week. Right. And we heard about the bubbly bears and. Um, Something I about a turtle. I can't remember. Tony's Billy turtle. Bears, like butt cracks and <laughs> butt cracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so those groups transferred over from Hedo 3 to Hedo 2, oh, as, okay. as Charlie has told us. Right. And Jeffrey has told us yeah. about some of those groups. And some of those people are still coming today. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's amazing how many times people come again and again and again. Now, Harry, every week on Wednesday at 6 o'clock, you host the Repeaters Party. What's the purpose of that? Yeah, the Repeaters Party is for anyone that's been here before, even if you're on your second visit so you go in there and we have some really great food and we give we introduce a lot of different staff and things like that but one of the things that people get interested in is we give away four thousand dollars worth of vouchers and these vouchers are really like cash you can use them for rooms or for gift shop spa there's no blackout dates or anything like that so you know fifteen hundred goes to the couple who's been here the most times without ever having won this a thousand dollars goes to Whichever, well, a couple could be single or a couple that have won it before and the most times they've been there since they won it. And then uh, three of them are just random $500 drawings. Anyone could win if you've been there a second time or whatever. And I just draw those out of a hat. When you come in, you put your name and room number and I draw them out of a hat and that's $1,500 for people even just came for the second time. Mm-hmm. Now, the only caveat is you have to pull yourself out of the nude pool. Yeah. You have to you have come to, to the party <laughs> at 6 p.m. Remember <laughs> to come on a Wednesday, show up and put your ticket in. That's really the only caveat that you have to do. Otherwise, you Yeah, then if, you, if you win. don't, that really increase the odds for the people <laughs> who are here. Like else, you, exactly. Well, I can tell us. And you said that there's uh, one week where everybody won. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I just want to pause for a minute. And on behalf of all the guests, Harry, I, I want to say thank you because we've been here for almost 90 days and we've had a chance to talk to a lot of the guests who've been here during this unfortunate pandemic and everybody if if they had the opportunity to come up to you they would give you a hug and thank you for keeping hedonism open because the occupancy has gone up and down and all around but when people are coming to the repeaters parties and they're saying I don't know how Harry does it but thank goodness they gave us a place to get away and there's been so many first responders here who got away from the amazing work that they're doing at home taking care of people who are suffering during this pandemic I mean the the thanks that everybody has for you is limitless yes I really appreciate that we uh, a lot of people end up extending their stay in fact, a couple of weeks ago when I was here, every single person that I, <laughs> I remember, met yes. had extended their stay because <laughs> we give them a deal if they can extend. We'd rather have, it's better to just have 
somebody here two or three weeks and to have somebody coming and going every week because we do pay for the you know the COVID tests yeah. to go and, and it's just a little cost you know we experience for people coming and going checking and checking out all the time so we prefer to say just you know work from Hedo if you're going to work from home anyway you know why not work from Hedo we'll give you a deal so if you want to stay a month or something like that we'd rather have you here because uh, I got the idea because in the U.S. a lot of these extended stay hotels are sold out. Right. Yes. Because people can't really work at home because the kids are kids bugging their dog yeah. or something. So they yeah. want somewhere to get away. And well, why not get away to Hito and yeah. have a little fun in between your uh, times on your computer? <laughs> yeah. Now, now I, I, I'm feeling, I'm sensing that people are feeling more comfortable traveling this week that we're here. The occupancy is way up. It's the most and people that have been here. a lot more vaccinated people. And people are coming in vaccinated. And um, I believe going into the fall that Hito is going to be back to the you know 70 80 percent that we're all used to and the vibe and the energy is coming back and you know it's been incredible being here the ecs the entertainment staff having to perform in front of such a small crowd they still found a way to make hito which is you know everybody's home when you come here feel like home regardless of how many people who have been here yeah, there have been a couple low occupancy days uh, weeks but there has been some good weeks like this week is a great week yeah this week we're uh, yeah 60 percent it'll be 60 percent plus for uh, this month anyway and now people are saying getting that maybe you should start booking Hell and using yeah. those yeah. credits because yeah. they can see it coming if we go from 20 percent to 60 percent in two weeks that you know people want to come back and oh. the staff's all been tested of course all the guests have to get here so very few or almost no cases in the last couple of months so this is a safer place so that's why people are extending uh, if they can because yeah. i was going to say because at first when they get here they don't realize how safe they're actually going to feel yeah, safe and, and so they book a short time and then they say oh my gosh this is better than being at home right and you don't really don't wear a mask just you know in a couple of closed in areas where everything even like the dining room is open air so you wear a mask and get around get your food but then we sit down to eat you don't have masks and then down to the nude pool and yeah. Hot tub, there's no mask down there. So and, and the test prior to arrival. Everybody's yeah. tested prior to arrival, and uh, I think it's yeah, great. Yeah, so it's safe, and then it's fun. So you can imagine what they're thinking. I can either stay here for another week or I can go home where mm-hmm. you could be still freezing cold some places, or if you're not, everything's locked down, or some cities like mine and Miami Beach have riots and stuff and things like that <laughs> going on. Uh, it's more fun being here. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and Harry, um, being here for the amount of days that we've been here, we've made some good friends in the employees and the staff. And there's a couple of little birdies who have been keeping me in the loop with respect to occupancy. And I know that there's a week in July already sold out. So what, what you're saying about people, yes. you know, don't cancel and make your bookings is very true because there's, like you said, over 60% this week, 70% next week, and it's just going to keep going up because people out there want to come home. Mm-hmm. Right. People have canceled. A lot of them have canceled one, two, or three trips or have been canceled for them, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, are afraid to come. And they've gotten those credits, and the groups are, that it canceled are moving to later this year or early next year. So some of them, they're actually more than that week. They're already sold out. Some oh, uh, October, November, and yes. yeah, February good. are already sold out for next year. So right. it's, yeah, it's time to make your uh, booking for sure. Yeah, and there's a lot of new things that Richard and Diane have done over every time they come back. There's a little change at Harry San. Uh, Chef Michael has some new stuff on the menu. Winston has some new shows. So, you know, if you've been here in the past, come. Home is a little different, home but you got to come and see it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we try to make fun for everyone. Like you said, that July 1st, we opened officially. We opened officially with one guest. So, uh, one guest. Yeah. And we still put on full show, everything, yeah. all the wow. restaurants of Phase open and 
the ones that had to serve. You have to be served still to buffets yes. just by law, but yeah. during the COVID time. But still, we had the full entertainment staff going because we don't want anyone to go back. If you paid here, you're going to get to show an experience. We're not going to say, oh, I went during a slow time, so they cut back on right. that. No, it's the other way. In fact, I was giving a chairman's cruise when the occupancy is low, a free catamaran for everybody on the uh, resort. And that's been a real big hit. We get entertainers out there and things. Can't do that when it's full. Of course, now there's parties going on, but yeah. when mm-hmm. it gets slow and there's not much party in the pool, I'm going to take them out in the seat to have a for party. Sure. So one way or another, you're going to get your money's worth and more. We've been there with you. All right, let's change gears a little bit and talk about some iconic people who have been here. We spoke about Charlie. We spoke about Wendy. I'm sure there's hundreds more. But there's one person, Howard, who's been here the most days. Yes, I, and the number of trips, I don't know. He'll tell you, 135, 138. <laughs> I remember some number like that. And the average of eight days a trip, too. There's one person, that one guest that's been here more times, over 150. But he doesn't, sometimes it's just a weekend. So Howard's a champion in terms of days. And we, we calculate whether he's caught up, or I've caught up to him or not. You know, he set his head start by like 20 years versus me, but... I'm gaining fast since <laughs> I'm here all the time. So but I, don't, I still don't know if I <laughs> caught him or not. Tell us a little bit about Howard and how he seems to know more about what's going on here than you do. Oh, yeah, because he, he really keeps the pulse on everything. And especially during COVID, he hasn't been coming. So he has time to... And he, he's friends, of course, with all the guests, all the staff. And he's got all the old stories I that I don't know. he's coming back later this month. Yeah, he is. He's been vaccinated. So that's going to be nice. Yeah, so that'll be good to get him back. But he, he keeps track of me also in my life. But yeah, so he... <laughs> I've had times where I had to call him up and or text him and say, yeah, who's coming in next week or <laughs> with me, actually? <laughs> I don't know if I admit that, but yeah. I know I've got a girl that would come in next week. Who is it? And then, if I don't he'll know, remember. Right, oh, yeah, he'll tell me. He fills me in. So no. I think he was the king of Super Bowl parties. Oh, yes. Yeah, you have a big Super Bowl party. And so it's the thing where you bet on the squares, right? And you draw the numbers to see what it is. And always 50% went to charity, went to the local community and the schools nice. and things here nice. but then uh, of course everyone ended up getting in the habit of donating the half if they wanted yeah. anyway but but they didn't, didn't want to force everyone to do that but they just do out of most of the mentality so they really do uh you, you raise you know several thousand dollars nice. every super bowl and other times too but just the super bowl is always a fun we show it here on the big screen and uh yeah howard's got all the numbers and you of course you win by quarters and by points or different things you can well, well, we missed him this year because we didn't on. do the betting, but we no. definitely watched the Super Bowl right here. It was nice. Your team put up a good effort here. It was great watching the Super Bowl here. And we know how. We will just tell you, we missed you here. <laughs> well, I was actually at the Super Bowl. Yes. Right. <laughs> we were looking for you in the screen. So we're going to backtrack a little bit because you have a story about going to this year's Super Bowl that relates back to your first time at Hedo, right? Oh, yes, because uh, well, I was in Boston before this, and the woman who brought me here lives in Boston still. The one who tricked you. Yeah, the one who tricked me, <laughs> tricked me into coming here. And we were all these Tom Brady fans. Plus, we were both from Michigan. We played college, and we were both from Boston, watched all the games and Super Bowls on TV together there. And then, then it came time for this one. He goes to Tampa Bay, and early in the season, they had, Tampa Bay didn't look that good. Right. Probably 500 or so, but she, she said to me, well, if they go to the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay, you're going to take me, right? Kind of older for introducing me to Hito, right? <laughs> so, well, plus, I wanted to see Brady and if they did. And that ended up being a, at the time, it was like 201 odds that they had ended up in the Super Bowl. Then pretty soon it was 21, then <laughs> 10, then 5. Oh, geez, I better deep dig in my pockets because this is, this is going to be an expensive game because there weren't many live audience there. But we had seats right behind uh, yeah, the Tampa Bay bench. 
So uh, wow. that, that was spectacular. I, I won. And was that her first time at the Super Bowl? Yeah, her first time. That's and it cool. was quite a time to go. That's very, <laughs> very, very cool. cool. So, so we've spoken about your past. We've spoken about Hito and you saving it. Now we're in the new generation of Hito and you've made some beautiful changes and, and improvements in the resort. And one of them is very close to your heart, which is the wine bar. So why did you build the wine bar? And tell us a little bit about what guests can find there. Yeah, so the, yeah, the wine bar is a really cool, well-decorated place where we just sell wines by the bottle. But it's not to make money. I think we only charge like five bucks more than our cost because of import duties and all that. But still, it's really just a place to relax. So it's, we don't want a big crowd. We don't really promote it heavily because we only want like three, four, five couples because it's a great spot to go. I like to go before dinner. Other people go after because you've just been partying in the pool all day, all the music and dancing around. And then, you know, the party's going to start up later at night, whether it's in the courtyard or uh, wherever you're going. And so this uh, a nice place to relax, you know, have a glass or two of wine. It's a chill, chill a yeah, little. Yeah, it's a chill and it's, it's a really high-end touch because there are people here that really do love fine wines, mm-hmm. fine uh, cognacs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's something you do have to pay for because we have good wines and cognacs and everything on the regular included menu but this is this is the really over and above yeah Yeah. and what's really nice is you can go to the wine bar have your first glass and then take your bottle and janelle in there will take it and bring it to your table whichever restaurant or in the dining room you can continue and you could order another one and they'll again serve it right to your table yeah absolutely so that's really the thing just for people who are like me as fine spirits and wines i love those so i wanted People like me, so even if no one went, I still would have built it anyway, just, <laughs> just myself. And I've got a lot of friends who are into it too. So we can always, yeah, when I show up, yeah, the wine bar sales kind of double. It's always humming. They yes, double, yeah. yes, or, yes, or the inventory goes down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also have an espresso bar here too. It's a similar idea. Some people like their Starbucks. Ours is actually better. It's pure Blue Mountain coffee. Right. That's something that's also an upcharge. Right now, we're not, but we probably will have to eventually. Cause yeah, I'll get too busy otherwise. Here and yeah. With pure Blue Mountain coffee. If anyone's tried to buy Blue Mountain coffee, you'll see it. They know. Really it's really expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like 10 twi- times. Yeah, like $20 for, for, for a little pound bag yeah. of, of beans. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, Harry, we can keep talking for hours and hours and hours. We know um, you need to get back to um, your corner in the nude pool. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> afternoon time. But we, we want to just after talking about the past and about everything that has made Hito what it is today and brought it up to the standard that it is, tell us a little bit about your vision for Hito in the next five or ten years in terms of the property and the types of people you think will be coming here. I think that, well, right now our average age is a dropping because a lot of young people are discovering this too. You know, this, you know, my daughter is a lifestyler who yeah. comes here and she explained it, well, old guys like me we're just well barely miss Woodstock kind of era right but those people were really liberal the people that used to come here in the opening days and then they went through kind of what they call it the Reagan years for the young people were pretty conservative mm-hmm. said now it's back to the good old days dad <laughs> <laughs> just watching my friends and I come here so yeah. so we have to keep the young people coming in and still keep the veterans happy too so yes yeah, so we just have a variety of things for both and, and now we're doing a lot more we call the clothing optional side mm-hmm. So if people are not comfortable being naked, and some of the younger people or first-timers aren't, there's a bar and entertainment things there too. But most people end up down on the nude side. We don't have to. Like no. you said, it, you, know, you identified me as lifestyle or swinger all the time, and I am, but that's, that's not the majority. The majority are just more curious or maybe voyeurs a little bit, or some just love the nudist and the yeah. freedom here. So 
don't want to distort this into thinking you have to be like a swinger that, like right. the people that took me to the room stuff that doesn't you don't <laughs> have to go no 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 one's pressures you that's the big thing here is because there's so many swingers that if we want to find somebody it's easy to find someone there's no reason to pressure somebody that's not in it exactly no so if yeah, people have all types of ideas and experiences and fantasies or whatever and this is a place to try them all i do expect to uh, expand the number of rooms because we were getting sold out 30 weeks the last year before pandemic and 2020 we should have been sold out 40 weeks but wow. pandemic definitely changed it yeah but that'll probably be back by 2022 or 2023 so do you have room to build new, new yes yeah, so this is 20 acre property have 280 rooms now you know next door the royalton has i think 760 rooms in the same space wow so we have the okay to do a lot we don't want jamming in we got great greenery and stuff you're not going to cut down a lot of trees but you see a section in the back there we have easy to add 50 to 100 rooms we're probably gonna have to do that we also just want more fun stuff like we're talking about maybe getting food trucks to have different that's kind funny. of things to eat and and we have this little cart that comes out a couple of times a week that's coconuts and yes. stuff we just just more fun little things too and we'll keep working on renovations and things like that but the main thing is just add something unexpected because i want every time someone comes back something new mm-hmm. this is a better trip than the last one of course the friendship would be the biggest but after that the stuff they get at the resort there's always something better i want them to always think it's getting better wow never stable or and you're going to continue worse. to reinvest your profits All is that yeah kind of thing? i don't think i'll ever <laughs> take money I don't, this is my passion it wasn't an investment even though i was mortgaged up to my eyeballs or higher <laughs> <laughs> over my head <laughs> you know we've We've spoken to so many people. We've done over 40 episodes while we're here at Hito. Some of them have been aired already. Some of them are coming up in the future. And we spoke to some amazing guests. And I think if I, I, summar- if I can summarize everything that we've heard from all the guests and all the staff who've been here, whether they be six months or 40 years, I think people come to Hito to meet other open-minded people and make friends for life. Yep. Well, thank you so much for keeping this resort open during the pandemic. It's been a relief to a lot of people who we've talked to and who we've met who just needed a break during this yeah. crazy time. And really, you have helped a lot of people for sure. And I want to keep this thing going. So uh, the plan right now is my daughter, who's a lifestyler, and you've met her. Yes, uh, many yeah. times. Yep. And so uh, the idea is when I retire that she'll take over. So we want this thing to go on for another 40 years. Yay. Hell Yay. yeah. We'll have a lot of backers for that as well. All right, Harry, thank you so much for being here, for taking your time out of your day. Um, it's always a pleasure having you on our show. All right, well, thank you very much. It's always great to talk to you, and you've done so much for us here at the resort. Thank you. Our pleasure, and we also want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. Uh, please remember to stay safe and healthy and follow all the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, practice social distancing, and please wear a mask. And when your time comes up, get vaccinated. Oh, yes. Don't forget that. For sure, take your vaccine when you can. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health, and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for today's show. It's time to get naked and get to the beach. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And, of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.